0: Hello,
1: hello, and welcome back to Baki Taki Season 5, the final season, Episode 2 of, like, 14 or so. Um, this is fun because this is potentially the last ever new guest. I always keep saying this, but I'm so happy to finally have Millie on the show.
0: Hello. Happy to be on your show. Yes. As a as newcomer.
1: It's the... I, I You know, I was going to say... I guess I've never been a guest on the show, so I don't know what it feels <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm glad that you're happy. <laughs> I
0: am.
1: All right, so Millie, I have a question. I actually have two questions that I ask all my new guests so that people can get a chance to know you. Uh, so first off, uh, other than Baki, what, what shows have you been watching? I'm, I'm assuming The Sopranos?
0: Yeah, like I feel like with TV, I'm just in this weird pattern where I don't really wanna watch anything new. And I'll have the occasional show where I'll kind of just watch it, like, in the background. But then I have my go-tos that I just will re-watch whenever. And my go-tos are, like, Sopranos, Mad Men. I really like, like, old HBO uh, shows from, like, the 90s and early 2000s. So, like, Deadwood and yeah, we were watching Oz for a bit and just, like, i don't know i just get really into those shows and then i'll just kind of randomly watch some like netflix thing on very occasionally like
1: yeah it's funny um, we've we've brought up oz a few times when scott's been on um especially during the prison season Um, it is
0: the best it is truly one of the most insane things i think you'll ever watch
1: i believe that um from the few clips i've seen (laughs) Hey editor Steve. Um you might hear some glass clinking. We did record this at a cocktail party we were both at. All right. Um <laughs> although on the topic of insane shows. Uh, this there...
0: was yeah.
1: So my my second question is uh, uh before watching this episode, what did you know about
0: Baku? I knew nothing. Steve, I knew nothing about the show. Like I knew basically that it was anime and that it's a series um and it's a netflix produced series isn't
1: it yeah yeah it's one of those things i think where like netflix has the rights outside of japan um
0: yeah yeah that's kind of it like i really didn't know you know i have have, have one more question
1: have you ever (laughs) have you have you ever watched any anime before before baku i was i was wondering okay I always Not wonder yet. if I just poison the well with people by making them watch. Baki. I
0: feel like I'm I'm open to it. It's just something I never like really thought of. And then there's it's one of those things too where there's so much and it's like I don't know where to start. Oh yeah,
1: fair yeah. fair enough. But
0: maybe this is the intro. Maybe this was the gateway.
1: Well, this was this was a crazy episode. <laughs> like I was writing notes and like there it's like six different scenes that don't connect in in almost <laughs> any way. Yeah, like
0: um, no, like no segue, <laughs> just like going off of, yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's let, let's get your thoughts. Um, first off, what did you think of the theme song?
0: The theme song was longer than I thought. Like when, when it did the intro, it's like skip intro. I was like, should I? No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it and get the full experience. But then it like kind of kept going. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is this is a little bit longer. Okay, okay, got it, got it it's surprisingly um, yeah.
1: slow especially because a lot of it is just panning static shots of um... yeah
0: like and then there was just all the japanese writing and i'm like is this supposed to be in english or no like because <laughs> then it would just randomly have an english word underneath because yeah. i had it on english dub or english yeah like english dub so <laughs> it was a little confused but i was like i'll just Go with
1: it yeah no i think it's i think it's probably the worst theme song um of the like eight that they've done uh it's very it's, it's, there's not a lot that happens There's a lot of panning and uh yeah and like
0: long right like i feel like a theme well depends but yeah i feel like a
1: theme should be like 30 seconds max Nah, see the thing the thing is with i feel like with animation because it's it costs so much to like just film these things i feel like they're they always try and stretch the theme song you know like cut down on how much you have to animate each episode anyway so the episode starts uh with our good friend uh mr Oliver showing back up you may be the strongest person in the usa but you're still just a
2: convict to me don't be so sure by the way, I heard that your son Baki had a battle with that caveman.
1: Um, do you want to just describe this scene? Uh like what do, what do you think's happening in the in the in the opening scene?
0: So, okay, so I've never seen the show just first episode I've seen. It's like two huge guys in what I thought was a library. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the guy says something and then another one says back oh you have this book collection that's the size of a library like is that his personal collection because like i thought that was just they were just in a library
1: that is his personal collection yeah he's a he's he's sort of a renaissance man he's he's got a oh. lot of a lot of skills
0: what just collecting books
1: well yeah i guess that's the main one um he's also he can also throw a motorcycle across the room but yeah
0: <laughs> a real renaissance man yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean and then yeah they kind of just started Fighting. doing a lot of close-ups of like their muscles too and mm-hmm. then i don't know the muscle like they just had a shot of the back of one guy's head and it kind of looked like a brain i don't know did you, <laughs> do, you <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about which like, which guy the red the so red-haired much. guy or not the red-haired oh, other God. guy yeah. And then it kind of looked like a brain, and I'm like, wait, is this just the way they animate this? Because it looks really weird. That's but just the, the muscles. Way, yeah, that, yeah that's, 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 that's just the just way his... they do. He's got a very okay. strong
1: head, yeah. So, yeah, so that's, of course, Yujiro Hanma, Baki's dad, the ogre, uh, talking to Biscuit Oliver, the strongest man in America. I, I wanted to get. I, so, what I enjoyed about this scene the most was some of the dialogue we got. It seemed like they were trying to rile each other up.
0: Um, yeah, they yeah they were having a bit of a fight, like or just kind of yeah starting to get like snippy with each other, and it was it was like oh okay is this gonna be a physical fight? But I never quite got there.
1: Well, he, he, you know, he, what was it? Biscuit Oliver, I think, did get punched across the room at one point.
2: How incredibly impure! <laughs> How incredibly filthy! How incredibly muddled! How incredibly frivolous! Emotion, effort, diligence—such dynamics often tarnish a pure fight.
0: He got punched, but that was it. <laughs> that's true. I guess it's
1: not that. But that was—but that's but... what I
0: mean. Like it was just like, oh, okay, that was it. That's done. It's, it wasn't this like big fight scene.
1: Yeah. No, it was just, it was just two guys catching up. My favorite line there, of course, is Oliver saying, I hear your son fought a caveman, Um, (laughs) which was a a point of a point of a sort of shame for Yujiro as his son lost to the caveman. Um, His son lost? (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, Baki wasn't able to beat uh, Pickle, the caveman.
0: Mm. Yeah. i mean my favorite was the book collection the size of a library when i thought they were just straight up in the library but well you know.
1: it's, it's a weird thing so it, it, like that's uh, biscuit oliver is technically a prisoner but he has like a whole wing of the prison that's his and so they gave him an entire library also you can leave whenever you want uh
0: mm. there was a whole it's-
1: season dedicated to that guy
0: <laughs> so he's not really a
1: prisoner well he's the, the world's freest man but he's also a prisoner um <laughs> it's
0: he's free is he oh he but is he free in his own mind is that well is and that... He, and
1: he can also leave whenever he wants Ooh. so he's sort of free oh, okay, in like, like in other though. people's mind too yeah
0: okay
1: hmm. <laughs> it's one of those oxymoron or like wait, not oxymoron what's what's the word word um I'll just edit in the word I meant to say. Yeah, I,
0: I'm, I'm blanking too.
1: <laughs> Editor Steve, I think oxymoron is probably what I meant. All right, well, let's jump ahead to the next scene where we get some nice uh, geopolitics. Uh, mm-hmm. The Prime Minister of Japan has come to speak to uh, Tokugawa, uh, the little old man. Um, mm-hmm. what, did you, what did you think about the, the Prime Minister and his sort of plot line this episode?
2: You are looking very healthy, sir. I'm pleased to see you're doing so well. Quit being so formal. Show me your face, Prime Minister.
0: So the Prime Minister, I just wrote, Prime Minister, question mark, what country is it? Because <laughs> I was like, is this in the Prime Minister of Japan? Because, like, at first I wasn't entirely sure if this, like, is a fictional world. That's fair. If this is the fair, real fair. world, like, et cetera. Um... Because, I mean, I feel like a lot of anime kind of is in its own... Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. You, world, can, have, like, you can have different world. stuff So
0: I was kind of like, okay, wait, is this in, in our world? Or is this in... Yeah. Because... No,
1: like, okay. it, a lot of anime take place in different places. Baki is a very grounded, realistic series. So it takes place in modern-day Japan.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then they started talking about the U.S. or something. And I'm like, okay, this is... Apparently, this is in our world. But. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wrote Prime Minister, what country is it? Um, and then was this the same scene that just give him so much money?
1: Yes. Yeah. See, I thought like, your confusion was going to, Oh, who's Sorry, giving him? The, Cause I thought your confusion was going to be, is this guy, the prime minister of the UK? Cause they're paying him in pounds. Uh, pounds well, yeah. And then, then they're like,
0: they show all the, they're like, 10,000 yen but then i'm like that's like isn't that no- like nothing yeah that but well then that's they were that's... like oh but it's in po- like pounds like physical pounds like this is 3 billion dollars <laughs> like it was the weirdest way to like explain how much money it was <laughs> not just handfuls of yen
2: but so much you'll have to use pounds to measure it
0: excuse me I've prepared
2: six hundred pounds a yen for you to use. All told, that's more than three billion
1: in currency.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like
1: 100 percent. And it's like
0: <laughs> like they're like like who measures it in pounds and then well, it just is
1: really weird. Who keeps it all in cash? Like I figure, and like who, criminals three would...
0: billion dollars. Yeah, in cash.
1: Like this is like well, it makes me think of like Breaking Bad. Like like with Honestly, all the yeah. But the thing is, he did that because he was a criminal. Like, Tokugawa's trying to give yeah. this to the Prime Minister. Like, you don't need to use a truckload of Yeah, I know.
0: Cash. I was like, that's, like, that seems not, like... Yeah, that seems a little sketchy to me. Yeah. Thought. But who knows? I mean...
1: But, yeah. So, yeah. so, so basically, wait, who
0: was... Sorry, so I genuinely... So, who was giving him the $3 billion?
1: So, that's uh, Tokugawa, the uh, okay. leader of the Tokugawa business empire. Um, he likes to watch people fight. And so, basically um the the government is worried that if baki and his dad were to fight it would be a national security risk so this is um a bribe to sort of let it happen okay yeah because if they were to fight it would be the biggest father-son fight of all time
0: of all time and the whole world would just blow up
1: potentially potentially
0: potentially so the three billion is like to kind of calm everyone yeah down just the casual three billion yeah, it's just 3 billion yeah.
1: yen. What is that? 100,000 bucks. In,
0: in cash. How many pound? Wait, how many pounds <laughs> did they actually say?
1: Oh, I don't know. I feel like probably I like really a few watch, hundred pounds. Have down. I, I have to wonder if like, if in the original, this was supposed to be like a clever play on words,
0: like pounds. I, yeah, I know. That's why I was like, it was the weirdest way to explain money
1: ever it's, like,
0: it's, that I've ever seen it's one of the toughest things. and also when usually translated. dollars like usually they'll say dollars like yeah and even if it's even if it's non-western like usually stuff is kind of just measured in dollars or they would say like whatever amount of yen. Yeah, and like that is you know four billion dollars like that's but then it was like no this is like 10 million pounds of like this honestly yeah, sounds it like it'd weird. be like a
1: great like math quiz problem. It's like, yeah, if somebody gave you ten thousand yen in yeah, like four, a, it 4, sounds 4. like a math question. Of 10, yen. It
0: yeah. does. It sounds like one of those math problems, like the word math problems we did in like yeah, school.
1: Yeah, the thinking portion of knowledge. The thinking, yeah, the show your knowledge. Oh
0: my gosh,
1: my favorite. Um, yeah.
0: So, so they give him the cash.
1: Yep. and Big day for the yeah. Japanese economy. I'm just imagining in the papers just the Japanese bonds go up. Um,
0: mm-hmm,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. so basically the minister, uh, the prime minister goes to talk to two of his most trusted advisors on this national security issue. Uh, the minister of, of defense and the minister of education for some reason.
2: Education minister, did you know about
1: this? And...
0: Yeah, that made no... I, I was confused. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I liked when they asked the minister of education what his thoughts on the situation was, and he was like, "Oh, I don't think the kids would know, would like that. There's a man who can come and kill anybody, and uh, we can't stop it." It's like, yeah.
0: And then weren't they like, "Oh, well, you're just the minister of education. Like, you don't really know." <laughs> Wasn't there a line like that? <laughs> Do you think he
1: was Something. just sitting in the chair before they got there? And like...
0: <laughs> like essentially, they were like, they had him, and but they said they kind of just said that he was useless. Like they were like well, like, Minister of Education, this isn't really your field. Yeah. It's like, why is he in the scene then?
1: <laughs> but you know you know what, though? At least he has an excuse for being useless. Because the Minister of Defense yeah, is basically yeah. saying, like, we are powerless against this one-man army, the Brute Force Pro. Editor Steve here, um, I just want to jump in, because this is a really important term for the season, and I get it wrong so often. It's Brute Strength Pro, um, not Brute Force Pro. I, th- I think the problem is in, um, Comps i uh, there's this concept of brute forcing things. And so the terms are sort of stuck in my brain, but, um, every time that I say brute force pro, I mean, brute strength pro, and this might continue past this episode, but <laughs> anyway, uh, Yujiro yeah, Hanma, um, oh my so I wanted to touch on two parts of this scene uh, of course the brute force pro but first um, his non-aggression pact with the US um, were you surprised mm-hmm. that he had signed a treaty uh, with the the world's superpower
0: um, no because I feel like that's something that might actually happen
1: that the In US reality. would sign
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean oh crazier stuff's happened yeah, and I, they you don't really want to make an enemy of the U.S. Like, so I right? I get that.
1: I get that. I do think that when they extrapolated, at, at one point they said, "What if we just shot the ogre with a sniper rifle um, from a million miles away or whatever?" And then and then the minister of defense said, "Well, then America would attack us." Do you think that America would invade Japan if they killed Yujiro Hanma? Because I, I, I think that America would not. But
0: like it's like probably not, but then at the same time, like, do you want to take that risk? Oh, that's like, fair. that's the thing. Like with if you make the, yourself an enemy of the U.S., it's like I guess the think... nukes are coming out. Like you're kind of, you know, that you're kind of screwed. Do you think so? It's maybe possible? they're just. I don't know. I feel like that kind of was. Yeah, th- it th- was. It was a little far fetched, but I, I could, could. Eh, weirder stuff's happened.
1: Do you think it's possible that Franz Ferdinand was the world's strongest man, and that he had signed non-aggression uh, pacts?
0: My God! And then he was killed. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my history degree, my expertise, <laughs> has brought to you to this episode. Is that, is
1: that, is that how you would end most essays?
0: Just, just uh, you yeah. never know. Yeah. I mean, it, no, just just with like a cliche statement. Just, it is what it is. You never know.
1: You can't argue with that.
0: Can't argue. <laughs> yeah, can't argue.
1: Well, on the, on, the other, on the other point for this segment, uh, the brute force professional. This is one of my favorite concepts introduced this season. And um, it's only it's it's fleshed out here, but it's going to be referenced throughout. Um, And it's the idea that Yujiro Hanma is the world's only brute force pro that everybody else in the world becomes a professional in their field to work a job to hopefully be able to accomplish what they want to in life but they would all give it up instantly to be as strong as Yujiro, who can just do whatever he wants and through his strength accomplish anything.
2: You're asking the wrong question. It wouldn't matter if it was the ogre or a member of parliament, a manga artist, a pianist, a rock musician, or a soldier. If any of them had been born with the incredible strength of Yujiro Hanma, they all would have used that strength to achieve their dreams. Every one of them would have chosen the path of the ogre. I suppose those of us who don't have that brute strength have to use our occupations as a substitute to get what we want.
1: What, what did you think about this This um, framework of the brute force pro?
0: So I just wrote brute, brute strength pro. I'm sorry, what does that mean, lol? <laughs> because, Perfect. <laughs> because, yeah, like, yeah, I mean... I again, yeah, wasn't familiar, but like, so they're willing to give everything up just to be as strong. Like, do they mean physically strong?
1: Yes, I believe they mean physically strong, to be stronger than other men.
0: They're willing to give up everything.
1: I think, I think they would think, like, let's imagine that I. Um, and one of their examples, I think they said a manga artist was one of the examples. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, know... The
0: examples were the weirdest thing. They were like, artist, sculptor. Yeah, so... Like, soldier. It, was, it was such a weird
1: mix. I, I think what it's trying to say is like, these are all ways to go through life. Like, I am a sculptor, and it allows me to pay my bills and seek fulfillment and maybe I can like get a house or a car or things like that but that is a roundabout way it would be much easier if I was just stronger than everybody and I could just go live in a house and nobody could stop me because of how muscular I was I feel like that's what they're trying to get across that other people's jobs are just hoops they have to jump through to do what you could if you were just stronger
0: I mean yeah yeah, but how does that work? Like, I don't know. How does that work in terms of, like, a society level, though?
1: Well, I think I think you can only ever have one brute force pro at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's important to also then sign treaties with uh, various nations um, to help sort of grease the wheels a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, i do agree though i i I don't think the the moral of this is that everybody should become a brute force pro or else we'd just start i guess trying to intimidate um trees into uh, bearing fruit for us Um, Mm -hmm.
0: and just killing each other like how would yeah i guess i guess
1: cannibalism could work for a while
0: (laughs) a line that should be taken out of context (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: maybe i'll do that for uh myself amazing did you yeah the scene was
0: so weird because yeah they were just talking <laughs> about the brute force and then they just cut to a shot of just green tea <laughs> in the cups and i was like "Ooh, that looks nice <laughs> like they're just chilling having their green tea and having this conversation about like whether or not like they'll basically like end the world for this brute <laughs> force Brute strength, pro. force, pro yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was
1: funny. No, it's it's. There's there's two things this author is great at drawing. Uh, big muscly men and uh, food and drink. He's he's very the good green
0: tea. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah, he can he can draw a lot of appealing meals.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but unfortunately, I think that's the only one we get this episode. Uh, all right, moving on to the next chunk. We have our good friend Gary Stridum uh the military uh man um and he has like a little old dude yeah the old dude yeah
2: let me repeat what
1: i said earlier
2: gentlemen what you will be taught here is not for improving your character nor for defending yourself against unjust violence on the contrary it is straight up violence
1: he is uh i think he's a major or a general something like that Mm -hmm. um and he's got a he, honestly, he has like a little vignette. Like this episode is, it at times feels like a little yeah. Short that was story like a collection. full like
0: few minutes of just um doing the training.
1: Yeah, um, but what, then the...
0: <laughs> what what'd you
1: think of his training styles?
0: So my only note for this, I just wrote: old dude training the new soldiers. Guy just kicks him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> like that was kind of it. He's like, use foul play at all times only use foul play and then just goes up and just kicks him
1: like it's it's is this
0: how they're trained was this his training method like honestly
1: probably like like, it's the perfect it's the perfect intersection of two of baki's biggest uh cliches which is one kicking people in the balls which happens so much Um, but also just dunking on people who call themselves mixed martial artists Mm. Um, this is a show where it's much better to know karate or any japanese martial arts compared to um any uh, brazilian jujitsu or mma styles
0: why don't they would they just dunk on it why
1: uh, if I had to guess the author is Japanese and I think he knows Japanese martial arts and <laughs> he thinks <laughs> that they're the
0: best. Um, wow. Yeah. The... So this was like pretending like this guy, it was kind of a play on making fun of guys like that. I
1: think, I think just very subtly. I think, it, I, I think it's It's one, like, I can't make a strong case from this one incident, but just more having watched seasons of like the last time we saw a jujitsu guy, um, he, or not jujitsu, jitsu uh, Muay Thai uh, was the style. Um, another MMA style. Uh, the, his opponent was a, a little old man who pulled down his shorts and flicked them in the balls and he um, collapsed. <laughs> so <laughs> they don't have a good track record in this show.
0: So is that foul play? Like, <laughs> I mean, if that's your only strategy, I feel like that's not really martial arts. Like, which oh, yeah
1: it's it's a great question is what is what is fair and what's not in martial arts and it changes almost every episode depending but then on he said but then the...
0: he said you could they could do foul play yeah so then what's well, not really f- like a fair fight
1: to be honest i think they should have brought <laughs> knives and guns and stuff
0: like, yeah at that point it's like well if, if that's allowed like why think... are you even bothering with <laughs>
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think they all should have rushed him at once. Just like, like,
0: <laughs> like imagine <laughs> being the
1: third guy in line. Somebody got their eyes gouged out, got kicked in the balls.
2: Get up, Howard. It's your turn. Howard, the judo fighter. Result, eyes poked out. Richard, the boxer, succumbed to an over the head throw. Schmidt, the wrestler, punched into unconsciousness.
1: Somebody got suplexed in a boxing match. mm um, <laughs> It was ridiculous. Um, yeah, but it, it, it turns it out that Gary is is preparing because he has some sort of deal with Yujiro uh, where to keep their friendship, um, he has to challenge him to a fight. To the He has to try and kill Yujiro once a year. And his newest scheme... Well, what was his scheme and did you think it would work?
0: We sort of see later that it doesn't really, really pan, pan out. <laughs> but... Um... I yeah I don't know I, I feel like I didn't have a lot of faith in this guy um the old the old uh soldier dude yeah just he seems a little sketchy and too into the foul play and I don't know I just yeah just didn't just didn't trust him from no from I, the beginning
1: I agree this Gary Stratum is um a weird weird character who this is actually the most we've ever seen of him in an episode oh.
0: This he's... was his his little like piece. Yeah. And it was just kicking some guy in the balls.
1: Kicking some guy in the balls and then <laughs> uh, getting blown up. And then punching his hands together and, then and blowing punching up. punching
0: him and then getting like wrecked. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he, he's oh. basically a plot device. Like, Yujiro is this guy who um, is so above everybody else so it's tough he has no friends so it's like how do you have dialogue with him so they usually just stick gary there and pretend that he's like a liaison Mm -hmm. of the u.s military
0: yeah that's kind of what he reminded me of just like some really creepy like old military guy yeah yeah i don't know that'd be terrifying
1: can you imagine if there's like an old like like just you know a five-star general who was built like gary (laughs) stridem Like, (laughs) like I could, like, if he tried to do a coup, like, he would just need to lock the doors and he could fight all of Congress.
0: Yeah, he's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would be scary.
1: All right. Um, Well, we've got uh, three more scenes, so we'll just (laughs) zoom on through them. Uh, Baki is hanging out in the weird gray basement underneath his house. Um, And he, well... Could you tell what was happening?
0: Not really. This scene, I kind of went it kind of went over my head a little.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So let me explain and then tell me what you think of it. So Baki has developed this new form of shadow boxing where he imagines, you know, he 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 thinks really hard and he can imagine just like in a regular shadow box, but he's so good at it that, you know. Uh, he can get punched backwards into a wall with enough force to break it um, because he can imagine getting hit that hard for reference this clip i'm going to play is baki shadow boxing an imaginary version of his father he's used this in the past to fight dinosaurs and giant praying mantises. And now he's decided to try and imagine his dad.
0: Yeah. I just feel like I was, I was like, is this a fantasy? Is this the real life or is this just fantasy? Yeah. Like I had no idea if this was just a dream.
1: So that was a little confusing. (laughs) It's a very fair point. It's it's the thing. It's the weird thing about Baku is that like that's probably as fantastical as it gets. And in a lot of episodes, it tries to remind you that like it's real and grounded, um, but it's not really. <laughs> but it it, it, yeah. it it's like it doesn't know that it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, we'll we'll jump through that. Um, we get another fun scene where Yujiro's talking to Tokugawa. Uh, it turns out that Tokugawa, I believe is coughing up blood for some reason. Um, yeah.
0: Like who is this like little old, like Yogi looking guy. He just, just like starts bleeding and just out of his mouth and just dies. Yeah. Like,
1: Oh, he doesn't die. He doesn't. Die. Oh,
0: he doesn't die. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He'll be back. Um, He'll... Okay. I, I, I hesitate to say this cause I don't want to spoil it, but um, I believe he has um, some incurable disease. Um, and it's really oh. the the conclusion to it is really funny. Um, but oh. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it.
0: It's really fun.
1: It's really oh. funny.
0: He has like some tuberculosis thing where he's just coughing up blood, but it's like funny. Yeah,
1: <laughs> You have to see the payoff to this. it'll, okay. it'll come at the finale. <laughs> but yeah, for for right now, Tokugawa is sick. Um, and we learned that Yujiro is able to, he he knew that Tokugawa was sick because he has such a perfect read of the human body that he can see any weak points instantly.
0: Yeah, yeah. He saw, it was like um, looking out and it was like all the little weird things on people. He could like see every little flaw.
1: yeah. It was fun. I, so Lindsay watched this episode with me and one of one of the mm-hmm. weaknesses on somebody was their was that they were pregnant and had a baby. Yeah. So he <laughs> yeah. yeah. was just like, Is he gonna punch the baby? Like, <laughs>
0: like yeah. Like, some of the yeah, the weaknesses were so weird. Like one person it was just like their one eye was just like showing. I'm like, is the, are they blonde? like what is, what is wrong with their one eye? Yeah. <laughs> just, that was it. He really
1: likes to wink that guy. <laughs>
0: yeah like it's it was just really funny uh
1: it's fun it's it's the amount of chapters out there that is just yujiro walking through a crowd and the narrator going he was incredible he could do something nobody else could um
0: and then yeah it was just like a shot of his ass (laughs) like just like a close-up for probably like 20 seconds just on his ass like like why do they do that in every episode (laughs)
1: um yeah i would say you get a close-up of somebody's ass every episode yeah um this the you know
0: (laughs) like it just went on for like a way longer time like i could see the initial shot and then it just again it just kept going i'm like this okay
1: this show is what i would describe as um cheap um cheap
0: yeah (laughs) they don't want to Pay well, someone to do more animation than it, they have to?
1: Yeah, it's exactly that. Like so I, I I'm I'm a big fan of the uh I'm a big fan of Baki. Uh but the <laughs> The original manga has some is, you know, it's a comic and it's or, you know, a manga, but um so it's got these beautiful like source illustrations, very like clearly drawn, good references. Um and a lot of times in this show, if you if you look at it, you'll notice that like it'll it'll just show a a the drawing will just be a panel from the comic, and nobody really moves, or the camera will pan, but nobody really does anything
0: yeah that that's something they did again, too, yeah, where it was just still, and then the camera pans, yeah, and I'm like, is this an anime thing, or is this
1: just the show? It's a cheap anime thing. it's cheap
0: cause, yeah, it's yeah. like okay you you're not moving they're not moving but it's like slowly panning so it's trying to get like a different angle yeah i did notice that my
1: my all-time favorite cost saving thing on this show was Yujiro once um had to leave the room they were in and um instead of animating opening the door he just faded away (laughs) ah
0: perfect (laughs) the old fade out yeah (laughs) oh man perfect
1: all right so we have one so, oh. yeah
0: little old man dies or not no, sorry not dies just like, coughs up bleeding. about a
1: pound of blood yeah
0: and then passes out then his ass yeah and then
1: And then we get our final scene yeah. at the boxing gym uh-huh um so oh, i have a question oh yeah, Is yeah. He
0: a time traveler uh who like, Baki?
1: <laughs> no no he's <laughs> <Okay>. not <laughs>
0: I think I'm thinking there's like way more fantasy elements in this, and I'm just <laughs> like imagining there was like time travel sequence that wasn't there.
1: <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it, you know I'm glad you asked, um, but no, yeah? uh, no time travel okay. in this show. Okay, because um,
0: there was that one that one scene where it was like, is this all happening at once? Like,
1: wait, which which yeah. scene is this? Which scene? Like the
0: the the scene like with his ass, like the end. Of that one.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Where okay. it show, like, do you know what I mean?
1: Um, where it shows him walking around,
0: walking around, and just like talking, but like, yeah previous things and then it was going jumping in time and i'm like wait is he a time traveler
1: editor steve i think i found the clip that millie's talking about um, it's interesting it's, it's talking about Yujiro's sort of progression over time but you can definitely read it if you're unfamiliar with the character it's a way that he's like this highlander-esque figure that has um, evolved throughout the course of human history um, I'll just i'll just play it
2: once it was well-honed fists once it was perfectly sharpened swords once, it was flying bullets, and eventually it was modern weapons. He smashed them, crushed them, and overcame them. He insulted them, laughed at them, and eventually destroyed them. The brute strength pro didn't have a single failure in his life. Oh, that,
1: that, that would be cool, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, our, our final vignette, uh, Kaio Retsu or Sea King Retsu, as they like to call him now, uh, shows up at a boxing gym. Um, and we we were, me, uh, so I watched this with Lindsay, and we were talking about this. Retsu walks in probably a foot taller than everybody in that gym and about three times as wide as everybody there.
0: Oh, at least. He's, like, enormous. It's
1: it's insane. And the guy's just like, oh, hey, are you, sh- you, you don't want to fight for real, right? Because he's got a peg leg. And it's like i to be honest, I've never seen someone in my life wear a peg leg, and I would be more intimidated if they did have a peg leg um but it it, it felt like he was being a bit ableist,
0: I mean, yeah, I guess he was <laughs> the ableism in this cartoon <laughs> um i mean yeah i don't know but like isn't he wanting to fight like maybe he was just asking like a legit question like if he was okay i guess
1: i guess i I just i feel like i would assume this guy knows how to fight um
0: i feel like yeah he would probably be honestly yeah if somebody's already missing a limb like i feel like i assume they're probably already they've already been in a few fights
1: yeah (laughs) Do you know how he lost that limb? No. A caveman ate it.
0: Is the caveman scary?
1: He, he can be pretty scary. Um, <sighs>
0: he
1: he left though. He's 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 they they beat him at the end, or he's he just sort of wandered off into Tokyo after the. He last faded season. away. <laughs> he, faded he faded
0: out. <laughs> out. <laughs>
1: yeah, he just went. He peaced out. Oh, oh. So Any- yeah,
0: the pet leg guy is really scary, though. Yeah. I mean, the guy's kind of like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? Like, maybe he was just, like, asking. I don't know. That was – but, yeah, genuinely, he's really already scary.
1: Yeah. And he's able to, with just one punch, destroy a boxing bag um, or a punching mm-hmm. bag. Um, so, yeah, so this is – a... like... sorry, yeah. you go, you go.
0: There was the There was the narrative where he's, like, in the middle of it. He's like, I don't actually have to destroy this bag <laughs> to show them. But I'm going to, and it just like keeps going. I thought that was awesome. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was nice to see him
1: realize that like this is not the this is not the only way, but this is probably the most fun way.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm sure I could gain approval to join the gym without destroying this equipment. but no matter.
2: I'll give them a show
1: Because he's gonna have a real fun uh season because uh fun
0: art. Coming
1: up. Yeah, I honestly think that, like, like you know, this, this whole season is basically called, like, the father-son arc, and it's about Baki fighting his dad. Um, but I think they realized that it wouldn't fill enough episodes. And so yeah. we're also going to have a fun B-plot where Retsu goes to Vegas and starts doing, like, uh, prize boxing championships. Um, and, I'm, you know, that's why I went to Vegas, was to um, get a Which, sense...
0: Oh. <laughs> that was your personal reason people are like oh do you want to like have fun and go like drinking and like gambling you're like it was actually from an anime i want to walk the
1: same steps that Kaio ratsu did
0: um yeah yeah (laughs) i'm loving how realistic this show is now that you're explaining it like it's actually in this world
1: yeah that's yeah
0: hilarious
1: it's it's the best part about this show is whenever they try and like justify things um (laughs) but
0: yeah yeah and it yeah it, it's I don't know not like not realizing that and then realizing it is really funny because I genuinely thought this had way more like fantasy elements in it and just doesn't it's like no we're we're going to Vegas
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so Millie here's the big question for you you've now watched an episode of Baki do you think that it's a good show
0: I think, like, I think it's a pretty good show. Yeah. I, was that the wrong answer?
1: (laughs) No, that's great. I love it. It's been a while (laughs) since I've got a yes.
0: (laughs) Since the yes? I, no, I actually, like, yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. I think just because I hadn't seen it, I didn't, I don't know the characters. So it's kind of, like, who is this? What's happening? But, like, in terms of a narrative and having, like, action and things going, it it delivered like you know there's yeah. a lot of scenes a lot of things happening this maybe it was just this episode maybe i don't know but no yeah it I, was I, fun I, it was a fun watch like yeah
1: it's it's funny the way you describe it it, it makes me cuz when i started watching baki the fun thing is um netflix, the the stuff they have on netflix it's actually a continuation of a show from like the year 2000 um, that isn't on netflix and they mm-hmm. don't they don't tell you that so when i started watching the show i had the exact same thing where characters just showed up out of nowhere and just mm-hmm. had like you're like what's going on and there's like six different vignettes uh, mm-hmm. but it's a fun way to just jump into a show
0: but i like the vignettes because like yeah because if you don't know the characters and then it's just a different vignette each time it's kind of fun so yeah. it's not these like overdrawn, like long dialogue scenes where you can kind of get lost. Exactly. But yeah, I kind of want to know like what happens more. Um, well, but this is already into season two. So maybe I'll have to go back and yeah, uh, start.
1: Well, I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can uh, find out what happens next episode. Cause I saw Scott signed up for that one. So. <laughs> can be... Oh, he did. Yeah. He signed up for episode three. So oh, he's, he'll be doing the next one. Well, spoiler alert for the fans. Spoiler uh, alert.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's the guest next week or Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, next
0: week.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Next. Yeah. yeah. Uh for listeners, for uh, people who knows. Uh all right. Well, thank all you right. so much Millie. This was a blast. Um Thanks
0: for having me. This was really fun.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the baki we've got to talk to. <laughs> I'll see you all see ya. next week.
0: <laughs> see you later.
1: back with another recommendation. It's another Netflix anime. I don't just watch animes on Netflix like Baki, but when I do, um, they're often odd. Uh, this one's a pretty recent one. It's called ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Um, and I'm not saying that this show is gonna win a Peabody or anything. I, I don't think this is as transcendent as, um, you know, Uh, some potential other shows, and I don't think it's as odd as Baki or anything like that, but I do think it's a fun show, and I especially think that it has two things going in its favor. One, its animation is uh, beautiful. You can tell that they put a lot of time to make it fluid and colorful, to the fact that they didn't finish their opening theme song until, like, episode 10, because they (laughs) um, just got behind schedule so much. I think they tried to do too much. But um, the the thing that I really like about this show is just its core theme. Like, the opening episode, it feels like a pilot. And you don't get that a lot with anime, I honestly feel like. Like, it, with American shows, like, you get that episode that tries to sell you on it and capture the whole show together in one 30-minute uh, thing. And the point of this show is, so obviously it's zombies, but it's really about the idea of, like, you know, seizing the day, living your life, and... I've always liked this because uh, one of the most influential zombie shows out there, uh, The Walking Dead, a show I never watched, but I did read the comic, um, enjoyed that a lot. But uh, The Walking Dead, the whole metaphor there is that um, zombies had turned people into this walking dead. Like, they're going through life with no goals, no passion, no, like, like th- this apocalyptic world had taken everything from them. They were The Walking Dead. In this show, the zombies have done the opposite. Um, The main character is this guy who is a salaryman in Japan, and he just has the world's worst job. And when the world falls apart and it's post-apocalyptic, like, literally the first thing out of his mind is, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. And he has this joy just through his character through the whole series that even though the world has ended and there's zombies trying to eat him all the time but he's realized that he doesn't have to go back to work and i don't know it's a, it's a good show to watch on a monday or a sunday night when you're dreading going back to work i guess because um, i think everybody's been there before where they just think how much better would the world be if i didn't have to work anymore Anyway, I I really like that, and um, it's written by the same guy who did another one of the shows I've actually talked about on here, uh, Alice in Borderlands. Um, They're both very similar shows in that it's just people walking around a sort of post-apocalyptic Japan for most of it and just sort of finding random stuff. Every few chapters, it's something different. It's pretty good. Um, I'm not going to give it an 8 out of 10, and, you know, it's some of the stuff's a little bit... uh, little fan servicey for me, but um, it's fun. It's a fun show. So I give it a thumbs up. How does it relate to Baki? So I think that the interesting thing here, and why I chose this episode to recommend it, is that I think that both shows really tie together on the idea of the Brute Strength Pro. Like, They both have this weird way of viewing jobs, Um, weirder in Baki, of course, but it's almost like a job is an obstacle that you have. It is this thing that you are forced to do, which in an ideal world you would be freed from um the brute strength pro of course like it's spelled out it says anybody a surgeon a policeman a firefighter any of those people would throw away their job in an instant if only they had the true freedom that being so strong gives you and and, in this show of course it's it's all about (laughs) your job is the worst thing that's ever happened to you and losing your job um, gives you such freedom that everything else in the world could go away um maybe it's a cultural thing maybe i i know a lot of people in japan work a lot harder than uh, a lot of people over here um but i thought that they both had such a interesting view of jobs as this um almost great evil (laughs) that comes over us that we would shed away because You know, the common advice is do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life, but um, maybe even that idea is not going far enough and you should just be aiming to not work. Um, I don't know. It's not a very well thought out idea for me at least, but I I just liked the the overlap there um, between the two. Anyway, um, next week I promise it's not an anime I'm going to recommend. It's one of the weirder things I've ever... uh... (laughs) Not, not weird, but just um, one of the more obscure things I like to uh, follow. By the way, I did want—I forgot to say this last week—but um, I am going to be making a change to the format of this show's structure. Um, these recommendations are taking the spot of listener questions, um, mostly just because this season is so weird. Um, I'm doing a lot more pre-recording than normal. Um, I'm hoping to have like twelve episodes done in the next two weeks, ideally. So it's not going to really work the same way for uh, fan questions, Uh, but I did just want to take a moment out to say thank you to uh, Jacob, who I believe asked 95% of the questions that were answered on here. Um, Thank you so much for asking these questions. It was always fun to uh, hear uh your thoughts on the episode and i hope you keep uh, commenting um and other people to comment uh, <laughs> but um i just won't be uh, asking questions to guests going forward but i do have one last one that i'm gonna answer uh which baki character represents me and my co-host the most oh boy um i should have thought about this before i started recording <laughs> it's not even like i'm in the middle of an episode um ah uh... It's tough, because um, I really don't see myself like any Baki character. Um, Jack Hanma went through a lot of pain to be taller than other people, and I do think that I would do the same um, if it was possible. Um, but I think that I have to fall back with Biscuit Oliver. He seems like a cool guy, cool cool guy with a cool happy life, happy wife. Um, I think he is the closest to what I would want to be in the Baki world and although Millie isn't here to answer for me I'm gonna say that she would be uh like uh Yujiro Hanma <laughs> all right see you all next week <laughs>